Hey everyone, Adam here. I'm the web editor for uh, CI. Uh, I saw my share of interesting technology while I've been here at ISE 2019 in Amsterdam. Definitely some interesting people, that's for sure. Uh, but I was only able to go for like Tuesday and Wednesday before heading home, so I really quickly wanted to put out this podcast. Not going to waste your time with a theme song. Uh, just wanted to put out a quick like reference for those who are still staying the full week. And if you're listening to this after the show has ended, as a nice recap of what I saw there. So let me dive right in now with a few things and boots that impress me. Then I'll throw in some like fun little random things you ought to see before leaving Amsterdam. And then I'll close the show out with a few quotes from integrators that I met up with on the show floor. So let's, uh, let's start with Evoco. They're at booth 12K60. They're makers of a really streamlined meeting room and room booking solution called Liso Room Manager. It's got like this streamlined, kind of unobtrusive design, looks like a fancy clock if you ask me. It lights up green for available, yellow for a meeting about to start, <clears throat> and uh, red for room occupied or meeting in progress. It collects data as any practical long-term meeting room solution should these days. Uh, a ton of other features I won't go into right now, but definitely check it out if your customers are either the type who really love Swedish design or uh, really simple, like easy to use meeting space solutions. Um, <clears throat> I thought the Peerless AV Extreme uh, is high brightness weatherproof display over at booth 12H90. That was pretty foolproof. I mean, their stand really had a guy standing around ready to dunk the thing underwater to demonstrate its effectiveness, so pretty foolproof there. Um, the Crestron DM NVX and Pixel Perfect Processing. That's a mouthful, yeah. Um, it's something a lot of people were flocking to. We've written a lot about it pretty much already. If you want to see like the tech specs and analysis, go look on our website, commercialintegrator.com. But in essence, this lets integrators send a picture quality that's as good as PC Direct over a 1G network. Sort of thing you kind of have to see to believe. Uh, some really streamlined conferencing mics that just sort of blend into the table over at Clock Audio in booth uh, 7S200. Minimal holes in the table for this. Some finishes on the um, on the gooseneck mics that you really don't see anywhere else, and the ability to customize for specific client needs. All good things in a conferencing mic. Uh, just check them out. I really got a good impression from them. NEC over in booth 5R20 continues to be a powerhouse in displays, right? They're taking uh, interactivity to a pretty new level, I'd say, with um, these sensors that tell when a customer has picked something off of a shelf and then displays on a screen in between those shelves information about the product that they picked up. So, of course, it does collect data all the while, so you can sell analytics with what is already a pretty well-rounded solution. Uh, speaking of interactivity, if there were two main takeaways from the show, I'd say they are one, interactivity, and two, ease of installation. More so now than at past trade shows, I'm sensing like this huge uh, push towards making everything install in like two minutes. And I think that that might have something to do with the fact that integrators' profits aren't leaving a whole lot of room right now for hiring new people. So if the job can be done with as few people as possible, that seems like the way to go. Uh, interactivity, obviously it seems like a blatant, obvious concept to say, but you know the way companies are making things interactive these days seems to be even more clever and intuitive, uh, kind of like that NEC example I just mentioned. Now for a couple of things that you just probably want to check out just for fun. Uh, the mints <laughs> from the Crestron booth. Yeah, they're really good. Um, and they're very handy. 
I, I know that's sort of a weird kind of odd thing to say, but like whoever thought to put out free mints at a trade show where a lot of people in close quarters are interacting with each other is that's pretty genius, right? Like that's like a really good idea, much better than just a free pen. Um, they're they're pretty generous with the amount of mints that they put into this tiny metal container too. Uh, the only downside I'm seeing is if you want to bring them home, I think airport security is probably going to flag my carry-on if they see a metal container in there filled with like lots of little white pill-shaped things, but it's neither here nor there. Um, if you're getting out of the rye after a long day, you're hungry, you need to try a restaurant, I guarantee it's going to be amazing if you like Indonesian food. Across the road from the rye, it's called Jago, that's spelled D-J-A-G-O. Yeah, so it's Indonesian in a city that's packed with Indonesian restaurants, right? So I'm not sure if this is like the best Indonesian food you're gonna got you're gonna be able to buy, <clears throat> but uh, I'm gonna put it this way: I tried this place last year. What I got was one of the best meals I've had in my life, and I waited all year long for the same dish, got it again this year, and still think it's one of the best meals I've ever had. So I hope that's convincing enough for you. If you're wondering, the dish I got was a vegetarian version of something called. I hope it's pronounced this way, Sate Rames. Sorry if I messed that up. Uh, it's spelled S-A-T-E space R-A-M-E-S. Don't sleep on that, folks. And lastly, something kind of cliche, but definitely worthy of mentioning just for folks who need to like clear their minds uh, after a busy, stressful day, I'm sure. Just go walk the canals, right? Like you've traveled all this day, uh, I mean, all this time to uh, spend time in Amsterdam and all this energy at the, on the show floor, you need to go just like walk the canals at night. It's gorgeous. It's a nice way to just kind of de-stress and get like a beer at a, ca at a cafe or bar afterwards. But like, just go walk the canals. It's really pretty. You can't see that kind of thing in most other cities in the world. So you may as well see it while you're here. Uh, and now just to clear, uh, close out the show, um, I'll play a couple of clips from integrators who I interviewed on the show floor this year. First up, it's Brock McGinnis of Westbury National. ISE is pretty exciting for me because it, it's when most new products are introduced. Uh, and I look at people like Biamp and Kramer uh, and Crestron, for example, and they have some absolutely wonderful new stuff. And I'm glad I saw it here first and am able to take it back and talk to our customers uh, about things. Kramer's got a, an asymmetrical uh, matrix switch that is for conventional HDBST and HDMI technology, um, which is, is actually a really interesting uh, new product. You know, Biamp is evolving as a company. Uh, once upon a time they were a DSP business and now they've got speakers and really attractive table microphones and a, a much broader offering. So that, that's great to see. Um, but the biggest thing at ISE is LED, and this is LED, LED, LED. Everybody's LED is way better than it was last year. Um, and the, the evolution of, of big consumer display companies like uh, LG Electronics and Samsung and seeing the, the, just the sheer quality of the product that they're now producing. And then some of the uh, innovators, uh, people like Laird and Unilumin, um, you know, were and absent for sure, uh, we're, we're seeing really good iterations of those products. Image is better, color is more natural. Um, the, uh, some of the problems that users have experienced with uh, how pixels break or how panels go together are being solved and, uh, and it's really nice to see this is uh, becoming much more mainstream kind of technology. 
so that's been a lot of fun is uh, and also seeing all those companies that I've never heard of and and they have some interesting ideas and some of them aren't quite ready for prime time uh, but they will be uh, Christie's new microtile product uh, is the the LED microtile is certainly the most innovative uh, thing that I've seen on the floor I had uh, tweeted earlier today that uh, it is the product I suspect will be the most copied uh, because they've taken an entirely different approach uh, to, uh, to LED. It's a small form factor, it requires customization, it's not going to be an easy product to use and, and certainly not one that's packaged, uh, but it's a product that has real legs and, uh, and will have a strong place in the market very, very quickly. Uh, um, and just in terms of uh, you know, what you think the year is looking like, uh, you know, what this sort of sets the pace for it. Is there anything, you know, you said LED continuing to be pretty large. Right. Anything else that you think will highlight the year going forward after um, this year? So in the corporate markets that we service, collaboration is the thing. And so that's a combination of, of uh, some interactive panel technology and, of course, human interactive technology. Uh, we're seeing product after product uh, jumping on the Zoom bandwagon. Um, and it's, uh, it's like who's zooming who and everybody's zooming everybody uh, because you have to be in that. We're starting to see product uh, uh, Microsoft uh, Teams uh, and other vendors like, for example, Crestron um, are interacting, uh, people like Logitech, that, uh, that they're effectively guaranteeing that their products will be interoperable and easy to use. <clears throat> and in that collaboration space, easy to use, reliable, repeatable, dependable um, are the buzzwords for the corporate uh, customer and particularly enterprise uh, clients that need to roll out 500 or 1,000 or 5,000 rooms uh, that are the same in every facility across the country. And so um, we're seeing a lot more of that. Um, again, not groundbreaking, but uh, taking um, different kits of parts that different manufacturers specialize in and allowing them to work together well. Uh, and that's really good for the industry. And now to close out the show, Jeff Irvin of Spinatar. All right, Jeff, I know it's pretty early in the show, but I just wondered if you've seen anything that you found particularly impressive or just noteworthy, something you're gonna bring back home with you. Yeah, I think um, uh, the new Christie Microtile product uh, looked pretty pretty cool, pretty neat. Uh, certainly better than Rev One, I mean, a big advance, advancement over Rev One. LED, I mean, I just kind of got done walking the whole LED exhibit area. It's beautiful, it's cool, it's neat, and definitely is uh, uh, going to be the kind of next gen for, for display technology for sure. Sure. Uh, and just along a similar vein there, um, what were you looking to get out of ISE this year, you know, coming from Spinatar and your own business, like relating to your own business, like what were you hoping to see here? Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm actually uh, more interested in some of the strategic relationships and that kind of thing. I mean, technology is, is cool and great and that kind of thing. Um, you know, being on the board of PS9, uh, we have meetings over the last couple of days and really networking with, you know, 66 other affiliates from all around the world and, and uh, you know, just kind of share and collaborate and discuss business with them. That's the value that I get out of this. I mean, the technology is great. We're blessed to be able to sell some very cool stuff and integrate stuff, but um, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's really the relationships and building strong relationships with people that allow us to be able to deploy, even though we're a regional integrator, deploy throughout the world. Um, 
and that's really what why I'm here. I mean, this is just to me, it's a bigger version of Infocom, um, and uh, I can actually travel a little bit more of the show floor uh, than I can in, in Infocom because at Infocom I run into so many people that I don't make as much headway uh, taking a look at products. So, uh, but yeah, I, I guess so. And lastly, you know, we're, we've been talking a lot on CI this year, especially about you know increasing profitability. You know, what are you uh, what are you reflecting on for Spinatar as you look forward to 2019? What type of year is this going to be for you guys, and do you have any advice? Well, we're forecasting some pretty exponential growth this year. Uh, we uh, we would like to acquire a company. Uh, we feel like we need to get bigger as an organization. As the big get bigger in our industry, being kind of a middle market size AV integrator, I don't know that that's a great place to be. So we want to be a part of a bigger entity and. Uh, we're going to try to do that through just some, you know, internal growth, but also some acquisition as well, too. So uh, we're going to try to grow it and, and feel very, very optimistic. Budget looks good for 19, and and all signs, you know, show that, you know, the next couple of years should be very, very strong.